welcome to the Finding Ourselves podcast. My name is Emma B, and this is a place where we just talk about what it's like to be a military spouse and how to maintain some sort of control over our lives while we walk alongside our active duty military members. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit longer, which is fun because I haven't done a longer podcast episode in a while. I had a really frustrating day the other day and I was proud of myself because I quickly talked myself out of it and was able to shift pretty quickly out of feeling out of control and stuck. And so I just wanted to share that whole story with you, my lessons learned and how exactly I got myself out of feeling that way. Um, So I'm going to go into a lot of detail, probably more detail than is necessary, about this story and my entire thought processes. Um, In hindsight, when I was like writing the outline for this episode, it sounded like I was making a bunch of excuses um, for why I couldn't accomplish what I was wanting to accomplish. Um, And there's a lot of privilege that comes out um, in the way I was thinking But I want to go into every single bit of that because I know that I'm not the only one that has days where we feel stuck and like just completely out of control. I know I'm not the only one where I just cannot get where you just cannot get what you think you need for the life of you because of your circumstances. And I just want you to understand my experience and my thought process and like step by step what I did um, so that you can see you're not alone and you're not ridiculous and that we all have these days. Um, But then also what you can do specifically to get yourself out of that mode rather than just kind of like a lot of podcasts that I do are really the higher level, like really generalized. This is what you need to do. But with this podcast episode, I wanted you to have a very detailed like explanation of everything that I'm referring to, if that makes sense. So we're going to start at the very beginning. (laughs) I woke up. (laughs) Why do we always start our stories that way? It's funny. But um, I woke up the other day just in a real funk. I didn't feel empowered like I normally do. I wasn't in that mode of like, all right, let's get to work, you know. And the way it was manifesting on this day was that I just felt so over my house. Like I work from home. I do school at home. We've all been at home kind of in this weird quarantine situation for a while now. So I've just been in this house a lot and I was over it. I just woke up completely over it. Um, To give you a little context, my house was built in the 50s. Um, so there are some cracks in the walls, the kitchen we're redoing, the bath, our master bathroom is severely outdated, and all of our furniture is actually hand-me-downs, um, and so a lot of it just feels like it's falling apart, um, and staying in the house to work was, like, literally I was getting pissed off, like, I was so pissed that my house was the way that it is, (laughs) and that it doesn't look like a damn Pinterest picture. And I think that a lot of us are probably feeling this way recently uh, because, like I said, with the COVID stuff. And so I did what I knew to do, which is got to shift this energy like this is you are not going to be productive if this is how you continue your day. And I did everything that I knew to do. I I went on a walk. I worked out and I did the things. (laughs) Those are like the things, you know, that you're supposed to do 
when you're in a bad mood, right? You're supposed to move your body. You're supposed to get your brain out of the cycle that it's in. So I went on a walk and I worked out, but it didn't help at all. (laughs) So I got back from my walk and I felt so frantic. Like the fact that the walk didn't help me get out of my bad mood made it even worse because then I was mad at myself for still being in the bad mood. And so I started to feel really frantic, like, oh my God, I've got to fix this. I've got to get out of this space. I can't do this right now. I cannot deal with the couch with the rip in it, like blah, blah, blah. I was just, I was so convinced though that it was the space that needed to change rather than like me needing to change. And unfortunately, when we get in this frantic energy when we like get really impulsive and like, oh my God, I've got to change this. I've got to change this. I've got to do this. Like that impulsive franticness, there are one of two things can happen. Actually, both things could happen. There are two things that could happen. The first is that we could make a really stupid decision that wastes money or time or is just long-term harmful. Like if you have an addiction, this might be behavior that leads into some sort of addictive behavior. Like this impulsive franticness is what causes people to drink too much or eat too much or just engage in whatever addictive pattern you may have. For me, when I feel this way, I often will like go to TJ Maxx and buy too much stuff. Or um, I, I am a runner. Like I want to run away when I feel this kind of franticness. Um, I even will like start arguments with my husband when I get frustrated as a way, not consciously, but subconsciously as a way to get that anger and frustration energy just out. Um, subconsciously, I, I, I will pick arguments and battles with him just as a way to like express the resentment that I have. Or just like do really stupid shit. Like I will just do stupid stuff. (laughs) And then the second thing that can happen if you're less of an impulsive type of person, I think it can, feeling really frantic like this and like something needs to change can cause you to have really negative self-talk. So if you feel out of control, you may respond to yourself like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I let this happen. I'm not worthy of having what I want anyways. So of course this is happening. And, or because I can't make this happen, that must mean I'm a failure. Or my life is meaningless. I never get what I want. On and on with this like self-attack. And both of these are terrible options. The frantic energy, the feeling out of control kind of like fight instinct um, just has terrible consequences. We don't want to pick either of those two options. So the only other thing to do is to shut down that franticness and move into another energy so that we're not perpetuating the problem that originally got us in that energy to begin with. Okay, so back to the story. I get home from my walk and I just, I feel like the space, my house has to change. So (laughs) y'all, I had the not so brilliant idea that maybe we should upgrade our living situation. Um, I was feeling like 
our current house is run down and that I needed a more inspiring and pretty place to live. (laughs) And just to be very clear, we do not live in a shithole. Like, we live in a very nice house in a nice neighborhood and nothing is actually falling apart. Okay, some of our furniture is kind of falling apart, but we're also actively renovating our kitchen. We recently renovated one of the bathrooms. Like, we have a great house and we love living here. We say all the time how much we love living here. But I started to look at houses in a newer area of town that we could afford um, and that would be like even more upgraded. And so I contacted a realtor. And remember how I said I'm a runner? This is a classic example of this. Where like the situation I'm in now isn't it isn't doing it for me anymore. And so I run away. Like I just want to get rid of it. I always do this. Whenever I feel stuck either energetically or because things aren't moving fast enough or I don't have control over something, I start to do what I can to run away. Other examples in my life, I have threatened to divorce my husband. Um, In college, I would look for ways to justify dropping out. Like, I am a runner. I can always find ways to get out of doing whatever I'm doing. And I also want to caveat that in my past, my actions were even way more dramatic than what I did by contacting the realtor. In the past, I probably would have just started talking to my husband about moving and justifying moving before I even had any information to back up that decision. Like I would have just gone for it. So the fact that I stopped myself enough to even contact a realtor, that showed some progress, (laughs) even though it still sounds crazy. Anyway, back to the story again. So the realtor actually ended up telling me that we have a lot of equity in our home now and that if we moved out of our home into a nicer one, then we wouldn't have enough equity at that point to be able to support us moving to San Diego more long term. So if you don't know, uh, Brooks and I are going to be getting out of the military in a couple of years. And at that point, it is our dream to move to the San Diego area. And in order to do that, we're going to have to have um, a pretty hefty down payment. And so that has kind of been the focus of our financial lives as of lately. So if we were to move out of our home now, we wouldn't have the kind of down payment that we need in order to support us moving to San Diego. So that very quickly shut down my impulsive idea of moving, thank God. Um, But I was still really pissed because then I was back at square one. I was like, I'm uninspired. I need something new. The energy in this house is weighing me down. The vibe of looking at all of this old shit and all of the improvements we have to do, like, I was just so stressed out. So stressed out. I wanted to throw a three-year-old tantrum. So the next thing I did was decide that I needed a weekend away in Dallas. Like, I just need to get away and I need to go take my time. I I need to just not be here. Every time I do this, I get in the mode of, I've got to run. I can't be an Abilene anymore. I need to get away. And sometimes that's fair. Like, that's fine. We all need breaks. And sometimes it is true. Like, sometimes we do need to get away. But the getting away I was talking about needing was staying at, like, a $300 a night hotel just 
two or three weeks before we're actually going on a vacation. Like in a couple weeks, I will be getting a break. (laughs) So it didn't make any sense for me to spend that kind of effort and money right before a vacation that will be like I will be getting out of Abilene and that will allow me to relax in a real way and not out of this impulsive, frantic, demanding, like, I've just got to get out of here, right? (laughs) That was my like, okay, well, this weekend, I'm just, I'm going to go to Dallas. Okay, but that didn't solve the immediate problem of me being in this pissed off mode now. (laughs) So I started desperately searching on Google. This is not the first time I've done this either. Desperately looking on Google Maps for a location that I could take my laptop and work That was like the inspirational, vibey kind of place that I was feeling like I needed. I actually, this week, I spent three days in a row working at like the nicest coffee shop that we have here in Abilene. But I was over it. Like I I didn't want to spend a fourth day sitting in that same coffee shop. But there's nowhere else here that isn't like country. I don't know how else to describe it, but just like old kind of barbecue-y. You know when you go to a barbecue restaurant, there's like wood everywhere and it's rustic and an old metal, like just rusty kind of vibe? There's nowhere in Abilene that isn't like that. (laughs) And that's just completely the opposite of where I'm at in my life right now. What I crave is like clean, simple, bright spaces, really light, um really light food, like healthy, nourishing food and locations. And that is just not how Abilene does things. That's not really the culture here. And in addition to that, it was 105 degrees outside for the last two weeks. So working outside at a park was like not an option. So it it felt like no matter what I was trying to do, I felt more and more stuck. I, I was like, I, I just, I can't go anywhere today. I hate my house. And on top of it, I can't go anywhere. I was just fuming. But luckily, I noticed what was happening. And I noticed that I was starting to spiral out of control. And so I just got my butt in the car. And I started driving to the front porch. And just the act of driving to that coffee shop that I had been previously the last three days like it started to make me feel better and then while I was driving to the coffee shop I started to think of just a really small solution to my problem instead of spending all of this money at this luxurious hotel that I was planning on staying the weekend at I decided that I would just drive to Fort Worth which is just two hours away and just spend the day in the hotel lobby I was like, I can drive two hours, spend an entire day in the lobby of a bougie hotel working to like reset my energy. I wasn't going to spend any money outside of just gas, Um, but I figured I could spend the four hours total in the car jamming, listening to podcasts and resetting in like a really vibey and energizing location. I was planning on leaving uh, the house really early so that I could get there with like a six hour amount of time to work and then be back home by 5 p.m. I wanted to do this to get re-inspired and just in general re-energize. I wanted to shift my view and uh, the perspective that I was having, you know, just get outside of Abilene for a couple of hours. 
And then in the meantime, though, I was going to spend my time at the coffee shop sitting in like a different part of the restaurant. So you know how you go into a coffee shop and you have like your usual table that you sit at. Well, I I was like, okay, I've been sitting there for the last three days. So I'm just going to completely shift the perspective that I have in the coffee shop and sit in a different location. And past that, I... We're like I said, we're actually going on vacation in a couple of weeks. And so I set the intention, really purposefully set an intention that on that vacation, I'm going to get rest and I'm going to be re-inspired. Not just rest and not do anything, but be re-inspired by the new scenery. Um, we've never been there before. Um, hiking, kind of get my body moving in a way that I don't hear in Abilene. So I just have the intention of really re-energizing myself during that vacation. And then between all in between all of that and even just the entire time before we actually get to move um, after the military, another idea I had was to just look at pictures of San Diego and the beaches and the restaurants and the views that I inevitably will have in a matter of only 15 months. I decided to be in gratitude for the the fact that 15 months is a short amount of time. And that time is moving really, really quickly. And before I know it, I'm going to be there. And I decided to sit in gratitude for the equity on the home that we do have, even though I don't really want to live <laughs> in this house anymore. It is serving me and my family so well, and it's directly supporting our ability to move into my dream location in the near future. So I'm thankful that I even have this coffee shop in Abilene, because when we first moved here, we didn't have this coffee shop. So I started to shift my energy into gratitude and thinking of ideas and creative ways that I could achieve what I was looking for. Instead of looking for it frantically, I started looking for it more calmly and positively and with gratefulness in my heart. Um, And that's when the energy really started to shift and I started to feel more and better and better and better. Before I had this kind of practice of shifting and and feeling unstuck, I I genuinely would have spent $1,000 on a weekend in Dallas. Um... And then spent, you know, months after that feeling guilty about spending all of that money. Or I would have done something really drastic, like starting to look at other homes to live in. And then just because we could afford it, talking my husband into moving. I would have just done something really impulsive or dramatic. But this time, instead, I reminded myself that, and this is really what I want to talk about with you guys. And what I want to to suggest is that, It's actually a feeling that I'm after. It's always just a feeling that we're missing. Always, always, always it's a feeling. So when I'm wanting something, when I was wanting to find a new space, when I was wanting to sit in a luxurious hotel, when I feel like I need more money, or when I feel like something's missing, like I can't access something, it's because there's a feeling that's missing. It's not actually caused by not having the money or by not living where we want to live. We're just lacking the feeling that we think those things are going to provide. And for me, very often, 
And the reason why I, I don't enjoy living in Abilene is because I don't feel inspired here. And what I want to say to that is that that is okay. Like, it's okay that I don't like where I live. But the difference is that when I think that my happiness or joy or fulfillment or motivation to work comes from more stuff or more money or by moving itself, that is not accurate. So like, yes, I do want to move from here. And yes, at the end of Brooke's term, we will be moving But the reason is because there's a vibe that I personally resonate with in San Diego, and that's a vibe that I'm looking for. But in the meantime, I had to ask myself, okay, you can't go to San Diego today. So what can you do to find that inspiration, that vibe, the energy today, right now? Today, right now, I can plan to go to Fort Worth for the day. I can go to the vibiest coffee shop that we have, even if it's not as vibey as I want it to be. I can look at pictures of San Diego. Today, right now, I can be grateful. And as soon as I realized that on my drive to the coffee shop, I realized that it's just one millisecond at a time. Access that feeling just one millisecond at a time. Because it is costing me no money except maybe in gas if I were to drive to the hotel. And to be honest, I didn't even spend any money at the coffee shop because I had enough rewards points. So like literally I spent zero money, but I automatically started feeling better. It's about that simple acknowledgement and being grateful, knowing that the future is coming fast that shifted my energy so quickly. And guess what? I didn't even end up needing to go to Fort Worth. I did not even take the day to drive out of Abilene because just that simple shift, the simple gratitude, the simple acknowledgement of that it's a feeling and I can access it where I'm at completely changed how I was feeling. And I didn't even need to take the day to drive outside of the town. You see, we often feel like we don't have agency over our lives as spouses. And honestly, there's a lot of ways in which we don't. We're all aware that we are told where to live, what careers we can have, when to move, you know, all of like what friends we're going to have. But in refusing to live into that story of being out of control, you allow yourself to take agency in different ways. So I spent years of my life repeating this to myself that I have no control I have no control I have no control so therefore I felt out of control and that's how I felt this that morning when I woke up earlier this week I was feeling like this is not fair and I was going down the rabbit hole of I shouldn't feel this way I shouldn't have to deal with this I should be able to find a new fucking coffee shop and go stand on the fucking beach. Other people get to take walks on the beach. It's not fair that I don't. And I just was perpetuating this like, I'm out of control story. And those things are actually true. I can't walk on the beach today. There are no new coffee shops in Abilene today. And it's not fair. And you know what? I do deserve 
to have what I want. Do not get me wrong on that. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't have access to what you desire. But in the meantime, while we're waiting for those things to come into our lives, you cannot be telling yourself that out of control story. We've got to stop it. Because that's what's keeping us from gaining control of our lives back in the first place. By telling ourselves that story, we're doing nothing but perpetuating it. And when you tell yourself over and over again that you're out of control, you're giving people control over your life where they didn't even originally have it in the first place. I don't know if that makes sense, so let me try to explain it. So if I'm telling myself I'm out of control, I'm out of control, I'm out of control, what that's suggesting is that someone or something else is in control of your life. And when you allow, yes, allow that to be the case, you're giving that other person or entity more and more control over you. You are giving them your power. You're basically giving them permission whether it's your spouse, the military, God, whatever deeply rooted belief that you have in your case, you're giving them permission to have all of the control. Because when you give your power away, you no longer have the ability to receive the things that you want. Because you think that it's up to them to give it to you. But when you stop that cycle and you acknowledge your power, and that you are a co-creator of your life and that you decide what you get and that no one else can stand in your way of receiving what you want, you start to create things for yourself rather than waiting on someone or something else to grant it to you. That's not how life is. That's not how life works. Other people We do not wait on other people to hand things to us. You are not at the will of anyone or anything else as long as you do not allow them to be. So what we want to do is slowly but surely take lost control of your life back. And that requires starting at the very basics. So sure, you're a military spouse, so you probably can't control a lot of things in your life but you can control your thoughts. You can control whether or not you are grateful for the things in your life. You can control how you respond to things. And you can control how you speak about your life and the things that occur in your life. And when you start to pay attention to that, slowly you will gain more and more and more and more control And that slow but steady increase of agency is what we're looking for. When you remember that everything that you want, you're really looking for a feeling. When you say that you want more money or you say that you want to live somewhere else, that is feeling based. The materialization of it isn't what you're looking for. When you know that, then it's so much easier to shift your energy in the current moment because you can access those feelings now. And to go even more woo-woo on you, being in that feeling 
is what is attracting what you want to you anyway. When your energy is on the same wavelength as what you want, then you're attracting it and it can come into your life. So not only did I start to feel better in the current moment when I shifted my attitude by feeling grateful and inspiring myself, but I was also allowing that desire to come to me because I was starting to come back into that place of, no, I do have control. I can control this because I can control my thoughts about it because I can control my attitude towards it. Because you are worthy, you are smart, and you are going to have everything that you want. If you believe that, then you have to take control over what you can by shifting your energy when you start to notice it going downhill. The difference the other day for me from previous frantic episodes that I've had in the past is that I noticed when my energy started going downhill quickly. Like I said before, when I noticed that I was in that frantic spiraling thought pattern, I got my butt in the car and I started driving to the coffee shop even though I didn't want to. I caught myself and I did what I could to redirect my energy into a better, more productive place. And it immediately made me feel so much better. So my key takeaways from this whole story... (laughs) that hopefully made sense was that when you start to go down this feeling of being stuck and out of control and when you start to feel your heart racing and you feel frantic and you start to throw your arms up in the air saying fuck this I can't do it anymore or maybe you start feeling like you need to yell at your spouse for controlling your life or when you feel like you need to post a dramatic thing on Facebook you need to stop and notice it Notice that your thought pattern is going into a negative place and ask yourself, what feeling am I after right now? I feel out of control because there's a feeling that I'm not accessing. What is that? For me, in this example, it was inspiration. So once I realized that I was lacking some inspiration in my life, I asked myself, what can I do in this moment to access that feeling? Like I said, what I did is I went to the coffee shop. I came up with a plan about going to Dallas, even though I didn't end up needing to. And then I came up with how I was going to approach my vacation. Maybe that's not the solution for you. So if you're looking for inspiration like I was, some other ideas are to look at pictures of a beautiful place that you could either envision yourself living or just a vacation spot. Um, Something else I do is I go look at apartments or condos on Zillow and I envision myself starting to house hunt and then start envisioning myself moving into that dream apartment that I found. I watch inspirational documentaries. I will listen to a podcast. A really important thing that I think we should all do more often is to list out the ways that you are proud of yourself and all of the things that you've accomplished in your life thus far as a way to inspire yourself. Like these feelings are within you. You can give yourself these feelings All you have to do is think back on 
the amazing things you've done in your life that are still inspiring to you. And if you're a military spouse, I have 100% certainty that you are an inspiring human being, whether you've made it through a deployment, whether you have kids, whether you are just brave enough to even get engaged to a military, active duty military member. Like these are all very inspiring things. And I think we need to take more time to look back on what we have accomplished. That is one of the more inspiring pieces of advice that I can give you. If you need an energy shift just in general, try going on a walk, try listening to music, try doing a workout. Um, Like I said, what I did is I went to a coffee shop or I go to the library sometimes. So even if you don't want coffee or you don't want to check out a book, just get yourself out of your head and back into the present. Talk to the barista, talk to the librarian, simply just to break the cycle that your mind is locked into. If you're looking for freedom or luxury vibes, which are other feelings that I'm often in search of, start by doing your hair and makeup. Um, I'll do this to make myself feel more like a bougie, like badass bitch when I feel like I need that energy. I will drive around with the music up in my car because I adore my car. I think it's so nice. Um, And so sitting and being in my car with the the technology that's in it, like I just, it makes me feel so luxurious. I will also (laughs) literally just stare at my wedding ring (laughs) um, because it's a diamond and it has, you know, that luxury uh, vibe to it. Or I will walk around Macy's or a department store and just look at the expensive bags. Um, And I want to be very clear that like you don't have to buy anything. This is about the vibe of it. It's about the feeling um, and it's about feeling the feelings that the bag would give you. So it's not about buying anything or running away or doing something that you can't afford. It's just about feeling the feelings of that thing. And you know, if you can come up with a creative solution, like for me, I was about to drive to another city to go sit in a bougie hotel, then do it. Like if that's what you're feeling called to, do it. There's nothing wrong with taking a day off. If you feel inspired to go get a massage, go get a massage. I just want to make sure that whatever you're doing, um, whether it's free or costs money, that you're doing it to access that feeling and that it's not from a place of like, I've got to buy this bag so that I feel better um, or even a place of revenge. Like I have gone on a shopping spree as kind of like revenge, like I'm going to buy this bag because my husband owes it to me and he can't complain about how much money I spend because it's his fault that I'm in this position in the first place. That, my friends, is revenge um, and that is not where we want to be coming from with this. So just whatever you're doing, check in to make sure that your intentions are in the right place. Um, It's not about buying a bag or getting the massage. It's about the exciting, inspiring, rejuvenating things transmuting their energy to you so that you then feel excited, inspired, rejuvenated, etc. So I really hope that this all makes sense. Um, And just always know if you need advice or other ideas on how to be in the feelings of whatever you're wanting to access, like other free ways to do that, DM me. I am always available at hello, I'm Emma B on Instagram. 
and I am happy to give you more specific ideas. So please feel free to reach out to me. I hope that you have a lovely Friday, a lovely weekend, whenever you're listening to this, having a lovely day. Um, And I will talk to you later. Bye. If this podcast episode resonated with you in some way, please leave a five-star review. It's the best and quickest way to help other military spouses get connected in the community and have support just like you have. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later.